Hello, hello. How's everybody doing out there? That's right. YDBT Daily coming at you. YDBT Dailies on Thursdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We do Talking Shit Tuesdays at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Tuesday. And Peasant Chat on Sundays, 9.30 a.m. Today, what we're going to talk about is Ford CEO Jim Doesn't Have a Rug Farley is telling people, I want to build street race cars. I... I really want to get into racing, and I want to build street race cars, cars that are legal to race on the street. And I'm like, okay, okay, that sounds all well and good. But you have blown smoke up your customer's ass for the last four years or three years talking this EV stuff. And when the EV stuff went to shit now... Now you're back on board trying to build race cars, and they don't fucking matter. Race cars for the street. And they don't matter... They don't matter if they are not tunable. I don't care how optimistic you are and how bullish you are on the V8 going forward. If Ford does not allow aftermarket calibration to be easily accessible to the people that are responsible for making your product good because your product is mediocre stock. Your product is meh. Stock, stock for stock, BMW hands your ass. Stock for stock, an old Camaro hands them your fucking, hands you your ass on a platter. So your Mustang and your performance variant F-150s with a Whipple kit on them literally get beat by stock Camaros and a 10R cars. So you're out there saying you want to build street race cars and the Dark Horse and GT variant have been meh because you're talking street race cars. That means straight line roll racing or drag racing nobody thinks street race car and thinks they're gonna go on the laguna seca circuit and cut a a certain lap so we'll talk about how his promises have fallen on deaf ears in the past and now he's trying to backtrack on it and i'll kind of make the case that the guy really shouldn't be trusted until he shows us something until he shows that he is going to support the aftermarket the people solely responsible for making the mustang good again How many of you love a stock Mustang and think it's better than a Hellcat, a 392 Charger or Challenger, a Scat Pack, a 1320 Challenger? Nobody. Dodge was handing you your fucking, they were just beating the shit out of you stock for stock on the street. A Red Eye is a 10 second car on the street. So that is the GT500, uh, let's say, competitor. But the tuners... And aftermarket companies like HP Tuners, like Lund Racing, like SCT, like everyone else that actually knows anything, were actually making the Mustangs shine. But stock for stock, Jim Farley, nobody gives a shit. And that's what we're going to talk about. We'll also talk about the um, fallout of me pretty much going balls deep on a stupid car company that tried to talk a little shit and called my boss. What I did is turn around and made that a positive. And now we're going to support DNAHighPerformance.com nonstop. And four companies said, give me DNA High Performance info. I want to go direct with them and dump everybody else because they're simply not moving product. We'll do all that and get your customer, or get your concerns and comments in for a little bit, but not before Mr. Bill O'Reilly says hello to the people here. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. It does suck. It always sucks. We got two auto solutions. Rami Zaidan is going to go turbo 400. Going to go big boy shit in Puerto Rico with his 10R cars that are just 
not really lasting transmission wise the 10r is a dud do not try to race a whole season on an 1100 horsepower car with a 10r unless you're looking to take it out two or three times to auto solutions dna high performance is gonna be a powerhouse going forward if i have anything to do with it i'm gonna do everything in my power in my non-influential show to make dna high performance the go-to place for mustang parts i know american muscle kind of has the louver and wheel game on lock but your high performance stuff can be bought at dna high performance p nick james we did the giveaway and he was able to receive and provide a colder intake to the guy that won it yesterday uh, tuesday so good for them for supporting everyone here and i got another sponsor coming in and trying to make everything happen so things are moving along nicely i did not want to be in this position where i am focusing hyper focusing uh what the hell just happened here hyper focusing on you know negativity but when someone tries to talk some shit I just get after it and I make a positive out of it. We got Andy Ali saying, I came here to chew bread and chew bread and I forgot my Wonder Bread. Leon Phelps, 2000 MCR, the original SP, Pizza Chiquitos, Bryson Witt, Josh Roy, Siksuki, Alistair of Hades, Triller, GTO, SK Productions. We got Cornfred Cow, Jay-Z's Garage, Jose Sanchez, 93GT, Valley Tensby. Good morning, good morning. Get that fucking transmission going, Papa. Let's go. Just a memoir, Johnny Boy, Clean, 93GT. Dixon, EG Performance, Ken McAllister. B. Lavesh, Maki Mock, Money for 40, Boxy Luxury, Naldo 302, Freedom Rider, Javi, S. Juan, 97, Phil Fez, Joe, Joe Swish, uh, Redbird, OEM Spec, FKA for life. Oh, yeah. We got plenty of acronyms to say fuck them for life. Smoking ZX14, Tanner, Twitch, Thunder Biscuit, Fern, The Wolf, Ye Yank, Done It. Dustin Garrison, Douche Did It, Shit, Boy, are these nuts. The Wolf, uh, uh, Degenerate Coyote, Jason Long, Any Black Betty, Wesley Stewart says good evening. Coca Cola, the cartel member, Paul Pontillo a couple of times, T Rock Fox, Gregory Ovich, Nito Diaz, Mendoza Coyote, Bryson Wick, Ken Phillips. Let's get all the way to the bottom and we'll start talking some shit with the people. Bondelberg, Gallo Bravo, Matt Oliver, Daywo97, VMP versus on threes, 6766. That's a fucking stupid question. I don't know what car is it in. I don't know what fucking ga what gasoline or what, what fuel you're using. I don't know if it's a manual or auto. It's a stupid, stupid fucking question. Uh, John Lund says, hello, Jim. Yes, yes, I know who you are. Hoodie, Sonic Blue, Dr. YouTube, Whippled, Jacob, Dragster. Let's get right to the story right away. Let's not mess around. Let's not mince words. Let's see what Farley has. Uh, what the fuck did I just do here? What? What the hell is happening? Oh, my God. This is this is super jacked up. So I'm going to try to make sense of this and then, then, then do it again. Oh my god, what a, what a clusterfuck. Fuck it, we're going to read it like this. This thing is really being an asshole. Jim Farley says, Company races for two reasons. To bring attention and focus on passion products like Mustang and Bronco, but also because, because he believes motorsports is good business and not just for marketing. Formerly, racing can also be a profitable venture. We think racing could be a business, says Jim Farley, a sustainable business that I've seen over my 40-year career, Farley said in an interview with Yahoo Finance. Since becoming CEO, Farley, a former Toyota executive, tried to change the way Ford approached the market. It would no longer be all things people like Toyota, for instance. It was a vast portfolio of car offerings. Farley said Ford was done with making vanilla or normal cars. Really? I see a lot of... Uh, I, I, I gotta move the sponsor thing. The sponsor thing has me just, just super fucked up. Let me see one and then one more time. Nope, it just stays up. Fuck it. Let me just make it small, I guess, because it's just being an asshole here. Da, 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 because... I want to make sure we can read this together and then we do it one more time. Come on, baby. Oh, bro. Remember the, the whole chat thing fucking up the other day? It's happening again. Oh, my God. So 
It says uh, he wanted to sell cards that excite and we want racing and more to inform. Oh, there we go. Come on. Come on, baby. More to inform our product vehicles, not in the past, like it affects our suspension geometry, for example. Like we actually want to sell street race cars, lots of them. We want to sell, he says, like we actually want to sell street race cars, lots of them. Not surprisingly, Farley's over. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Stupid. Oh, I'm a race car driver. No, you're not. You're not a fucking race car driver. I'm licensed. You know how many people I know that are licensed to do SECA shit and can't drive worth a shit? Now, this is my issue with Jim Farley. I know too much. He's talked so long pushing EV stuff. Now, all of a sudden, he wants to make street race cars? You know, look, I have no problem being opportunistic when it comes to advantaging my customers. And, and you know, EV adoption really does come down to when we go into the mainstream, you know, charging infrastructure when you're on a road trip. And we really like the locations and the reliability of their network. We have the largest charging network already before Tesla. So, I want to pause it there. Imagine you hear that and you're a Ford fanboy. And you're like, wait a minute. I was really waiting around for everything to kind of like, you know, work its way out. But now all of a sudden, you know... He's telling me that they have the biggest charging network in America, aside from Tesla. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and buy an F-150 Lightning for $96,000. Early next year, Ford owners will be granted access to thousands of Tesla superchargers across the United States and Canada. It's part of a new partnership announced on Twitter Spaces by Tesla CEO Elon Musk and Ford CEO Jim Farley. Farley joins us right now first on Squawk Box this morning to talk more about it. And Jim, welcome. This is some pretty big and pretty surprising news. Yeah, it was a big week for us, Becky and Andrew. Um, and this, this announcement, we think, will really help our EV customers have a, a much better experience. So, he said, we have the second largest charging network in America. Everything's cool. Buy our shit. Oh, wait, now we're going to partner up with Tesla. And people started going, why don't I just buy a fucking Tesla at this point? ramped up the development of electric vehicles, increased the investment, your stock price is up. Give us your sense of what's going right at Ford right now. Well, first of all, we have a great team. David, we're making more money. Uh, our, our base business is getting more profitable. Uh, we're fixing our launch issues and our quality issues, and we're aggressively moving into battery electric. So our ambition is to be the number two battery electric uh, manufacturer seller here in the next couple of years in the first inning of this transition. So I, I think it's both the, the base business and leaning into these connected electric vehicles. Okay, so he's saying they were leaning into electric vehicles and all of a sudden that went away, right? All of a sudden that shit went away like uh, no one really gives a shit anymore about electric stuff. They actually laid off a bunch of people at the plant that makes uh, F-150 Lightnings and then all of a sudden, he wants to make you believe, he wants to make you believe that, oh, you know, we're, we're, we're serious about this again. We're, we're, we're back at it. We're, we're back, Mortimer. And I'm like, dude, are you fucking psycho? Like, I'm blown away that people still fall into this line of thinking. And I get emails all the time. Oh, my God, Alex, did you see? Uh, Farley is back. Why isn't this thing, why isn't this logo bigger? Let me see. Oh, I know what it's doing. It's taking from two scenes and making them into one unbelievable let me make sure this thing is working yes so what he's saying that voice is so punchable exactly so what he's saying is this he's basically saying 
Two years ago, EV, 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 buyer EV, we're going to go EV, EV's good, EV's awesome. And then two days ago or yesterday, he's like, we want to build street race cars because we think racing, we want, they went from saying, we got to stop building these polluting cars to we got to build dragsters that, that are street legal. So you got to understand, you can't react to everything a CEO says. His job is to pump up the company his job is to basically make the company money his job is to bring positive press to the company it's not to actually give the customer what they want like not at all not even close for my next trick i'll make the mustang a compact truck we'll call it the cuckstang unreal since the drift stick is a hit we'll include it in everything we sell f-350s f-150s <laughs> everything fuck it yeah <laughs> Whoa, Farley is on a roll. We can't sell these pieces of shit to the public, so we'll let our UAW dickheads buy it. Oh, oh. <laughs> I am building a spaceship so I can launch Ford vehicles where they are most useful. To Uranus. <laughs> and I could go for a stiff glass of anal sex right now. Take my ass, Elon Musk. Whoa. I'd like to introduce everyone to my new head of product oh, and design. fuck me. And since I'm number one, he's my number two. Everyone help me give a warm introduction to Turvey. <laughs> So that's basically where we're at with that guy. Like the guy is literally talking whatever sticks to the wall. He is not going to make a product you like. He's not going to give a shit about what we like as car enthusiasts. He's literally thinking that by saying things that he just basically, what do you call it? Wills them into existence. Nobody cares about your product, Jim Farley, if nobody can tune it. Nobody cares. You see what happened when you can't tune these cars? Motherfuckers throw fucking octane booster and shit, claim 800. Like, this is crazy talk. Not because people are now forced to do something out of the conventional norm to sell parts. And you are now basically throwing gasoline with octane booster on that fire. So we'll talk about that. Did you hear the news about him saying, we're going to go back street racing. We're going to make Detroit. Detroit the fucking shithole, bro. Detroit's junk. If the Detroit Lions win the Super Bowl, it's going to make the water taste the same. It's going to have the crime be the same. There's nothing going to change in fucking Detroit if the Detroit Lions win. If Ford starts pumping out Mustang with drag packs that are not tunable, no one is going to give a shit. No one's going to give a shit. So I'm blown away that that is still happening. So a lot of you that follow me on Instagram saw me that that I got the quick jacks in. So I got the quick jacks in. So I'm going to be able to get the quick jacks um, put together, get the air out of them, and try to get the Corvette as high in the air to showcase how useful those things are. I'm going to be using that a lot. I received my RPS clutch. My RPS clutch is here. So the next step is schedule a long trip to Calamar Transmission in, in Pennsylvania. And at the same time, Amy, on the way down, I'll stop by uh, Alec Bledsoe's place and say hello and just dip out. I'm not looking to bother them that much. And then I have to get come back and go back north again or transport the fucking car all the way to uh, Pennsylvania again to have the roll cage installed. Um, I don't want to I don't want to be too late. I don't want to be like mid-March because he's probably going to go racing. So I want to get my car back by the summer. 
I would say it's going to take a little bit to get done, the fair mount, the, the roll cage, the mini tub, and the front tubular stuff. And I don't want him to think I'm just balking on it. I just haven't had any fucking time. And the Luns were nice enough. Cheryl and John were like, why don't you just take personal days off? You didn't take all of your personal and vacation time last year. Hell, you had a, you let a whole week roll over. And I'm like, yeah, I got no, if I want to go to the beach, it's right there. I mean, I don't need time off. I need more time, not time off. I just need like another me to do all the dumb shit that I, that I normally would do to get going. And today we're going to try to give away a DNA High Performance either hat or shirt. I should have worn a DNA High Performance shirt, but I wore it to the gym and it stank like shit, so I had to take a shower. But we'll get your comments concerned. Do you believe Ford? And do you care if they start pumping out products that you can't tune? I haven't seen one Drift Sticks. Matt 2011 GT, I think they do. Um... Bingo at Nightmare says, uh, fake Jim Farley is the best. Sorry, Mopar already conquered the streetcar drags. I, I agree. I mean, they all, but, but, but the thing is, in stock form, absolutely. And you're not wrong, Nathan. M- Mopar, in stock form, listen again, destroyed Ford. Again, stock form. But nobody keeps their car stuck. Can't tune them. So the Demon is a, lo- it's a high eight-second car right now. And I think it's able to be tuned already, like right off the rip. Able to be tuned. Boom. Eight second. The Demon 170. The old Demon was in the nines easily back when it came out. Nothing stock Ford had went nines. Nothing. Not one fucking thing Ford had went nines. Name one thing Ford had that went nines since 2020. Since 2015. Not a goddamn. What about the Super Snake? Shelby guys right now. What about the Super Snake? What about the Fed House cars? You mean the aftermarket cars that are tuned on Motec? Those? From the factory, Ford has never made anything that has gone nines with the factory tune, like Demons did. Then you had the thir- the 1320 edition. Then you had the slide the slide piece charger, the uh, 392, Bumblebee, Dicklebee, all the bees, and, and the fucking Super Cat, Super Disc, Super, super Everything, Hellcat, Fuckcat. You know, then you had you know, red eye, wide body, narrow. They destroyed Ford in that department. He's supposed to appease stay-at-home moms with tan cross- trans crossovers and SUVs. Uh, Slow 9 says, hello, hello, fellow senior callers. Turvy, what the hell? Ford stock is down about 11 bucks. His job is to pick boogers and scratch his poop residual butthole and grease stain his khaki pets. Wow, what a what a scene you just said there. Quick jacks are wonderful. We'll see how everything goes i'm hoping everything goes really well the water in detroit probably tastes like horse hooves and chicken gizzards the 2024 corporate jet gonna be the answer with the twin 137 throttle body cj manifold and still weighs 3700 pounds to me a car that can't be driven on the street is useless and worthless and if they were touting the cobra jet like stop it stop it i could buy a demon off the showroom floor with the suitcase. Remember, they came with a suitcase. It had skinnies. It had a di- aftermarket, a different ECU. And you swap ECUs, I think. And one of the ECUs had a race gas tune, right? And on a decent low DA day, you go out there with an ET Street up, even with that drag radio, on like a Bradenton prep, and go, this thing just went nines. With factory tune, factory warranty, switch to PCMs back up, drive it home. Cannot do that with anything ever that Ford ever made. 
Ford needs to, meet, needs to make the Twin Turbo Coyote with a ZF8 Auto with 15s in the rear and 17s in the front, aka a drag pack. The problem is this. I think, unfortunately, a lot of manufacturers get stuck with something that they have to sell. I'll give you an example. 10R80 is a piece of shit transmission. I'm sorry if you specialize in 10R80 builds and your 10R80 is fine, but uh, 900 plus horsepower 10R80s are shit and you have to rebuild them if you race a lot. Let's say if you race once a year, you might be okay. You go to the track, you go to the local NMRA, your local uh, FL2K truck class or, or whatever, streetcar class, and you race once, it's not a big deal. And if you race on the street, the tire spin is going to allow the clutches to live a long time because there isn't that much grip. So you're basically hazing the tires through all the gears. So imagine when you have grip and try to make the clutches work and try to make it power through on a 3,700 pound car and it quits and you race six, seven times a year, you're going to have to rebuild that transmission every fucking year. It is a dud of all duds. Six R80s, you can go years. Fully built. I'm saying fully built. Intermediate shaft, billet this, that, that, that. Fully built. Three to four seasons with it. Send it back to power by the hour. Freshen it up. Make sure everything's good. Boom. Another three to four years. You cannot say that with a 10R80. Did Ford make anything that that even ran 10 stock? Yes. The uh, 2020 GT500 ran 1060s bone stock. I got to read this comment. Your cash can showed up today. Looks great. Quality. Took minutes to install. Matches the black Whipple too. And if you're going to buy other cash cans, you buy them from DNAHighPerformance.com. If you're going to buy a Whipple kit, you hit up DNAHighPerformance.com. You have to remove the rear seats also. Let's give, let's give Dave Perniak a shot running the Ford Mustang again. He's obviously won't be busy at the EV division no more. So I think there's engineers probably internal to to Ford that are just sick and tired of this EV game and they knew it was to appease the government. See, Biden being in, by the way, there's going to be a fucking civil war. This whole National Guard situation at the border, if you're not up on that shit, get up on that shit. That is a, that is the precursor to civil war. They're basically uh, mobilizing National Guard troops to stay at the border. Florida and Oklahoma and, and Georgia got involved and they're like, we, we're down. We're going to stay at the border and not let any of these motherfuckers come through no more. And the federal government saying, fuck you. We're going to um, say that the National Guard is our shit. And we'll see what the National Guard members do. If they're like, all right, if we're going to fight for the state or we're going to fight for the federal government. And that is literally the start of a civil war. I think the demon crate came with skinnies, jack, impact gun, and a red key. But didn't it come with, um, did it not come with a aftermarket ECU? Not aftermarket ECU. A different ECU on pump gas, uh, on race gas? Maybe I'm wrong, uh, 100%. Been seeing more and more 24 Mustangs on the used car lots with low miles. They should be on the on the used car lot until tuning becomes available. I told you guys for a long time, the clout on this car was not worth it. The clout on the Toyota Supra was worth it, regardless if it's a BMW motor. That's actually not a bad thing. The BMW motor seems to be very stout. So a lot of people were like, oh, it's just a, you know, the Toyota Super is a cloud car. I'm sorry, you could tune that bitch right off the rip. Why does Toyota get away with it? Why, why did Ford, why did Ford lock their ECU and Toyota and Nissan did not? And maybe if it's locked, because it's, it's January. The, the 24 Mustang's been around since, I think, August or maybe late July, meaning six months. 
and we still haven't had a car be tuned. Remember, the 21 plus F-150 was not able to be tuned for two whole freaking years. And you bought it, you waited, you put payments on the bitch for two years, and then when it was able to be unlocked, you fucking grenaded the fucking engine because the engine isn't that much better than Gen 3. It's actually weird because of the oil pump situation. I'm not a big fan of a belt-driven oil pump with a jack shaft. I'm just not a fan. Why not just run it off the crank like the other one does? And with a pickup, a, a regular pickup, run it off the crank, crank spins, that spins. If a belt breaks, you have no oil pressure, but the crank is still spinning, I'm good. Um, sees cameo of Jim in a street, sci- street science video. Um, oil pump, oil up, oil up, little bro, I'm on my way, says, okay. Can we give a Piazza, a Jim Farley, a job? Yes, the e- different ECU as well, exactly. Greg Abbott, goaded. Eh, Greg Abbott is not goaded. Greg Abbott took money from a um, development company that built housing for illegals in Texas. Glenn Beck exposed that story. Check it out. They have the DM170 that runs on E85 from the factory. So Ford is all of a sudden going to go, we're going to make street race cars. We're, we're going to make street race cars and make racing great again. It's going to be so awesome. I can't wait to get out there and get after it, you know? We're going to take my ass, Elon Musk. Oh, we're going to go build some. Go for a stiff glass of anal sex right yeah exactly we can't sell these pieces of shit to the public so we'll let our uaw dickheads buy it hopefully they won't buy a test uh, i think he meant tesla what is what I is that chew gum and chew gum and i forgot my gum oh <laughs> carol shelby decide to uh chime in uh, mr shelby <laughs> what else what else you got to say about this whole situation the best vehicle i ever owned was an automatic 65 twin supercharged cobra I could stroke your dick while going 200 miles per hour. No problem. Unbelievable. It's either Bill Dodge GLH on me's or sell my booty hole for 20 bucks a pop. (laughs) The only Shelby truck I had anything to do with was the Dodge Shelby Durango in Dakota. Those are more Shelby than any F-150 pieces. Uh, uh, I could go for tall glass of Mexican dick right now. You know what else I was blowing off in the weeds? Your dad. AI is just the best tool if you're a freaking degenerate like me. Coyote copied the GTR, apparently. Oh, come on. Those guys are just clickbaiting. There's no way they think that. There's no way they think that. When the Supra first came out, it wasn't tunable. And if I remember correctly, 2022, they did an ECU change. And again, it was bricked for like eight months or so. Okay, I could be wrong. But it's a seven-second car right now, isn't it? The, the, The Mustang, the SX50 Mustang is exactly like the S550 Mustang. Maybe the header flanges are different. Maybe the nose is different. But the architecture is the same. I guarantee the cam position is probably the same as Gen 3, mid-lock. And you swing it this way or that way, and it does something similar. And it probably has a better, maybe a more robust block, a slightly different D4 transmission, and the starter position is different. But it is an S550 with tablets on the dash. An updated SI50 with tablets on the dash. So I'm blown away that Corsa and all these other places. Oh, shit. I forgot. I forgot to send you this. The guy I owed this to email me again. God damn it. I keep telling. He keeps asking me if I can. he can have it. I say yes, and I keep forgetting to ship it. But anyway, Corsa's like, hey, hurry up and buy our headers because, or our catback, you know, because limited. So S650, S650, you can take all of your S550 parts out of your 2022-2023 Mustang, take them out of the car, drive in an S650, and most of the parts will fit. 
suspension components, cat backs, shifter, I think. So, like, I'm blown away that they're like, oh, there's a whole new market opening up for this. No, there's not. You know why parts manufacturers love the S650? Because they can resell you shit with S650 badging. It's not any better. And then Jim Farley's like, oh, we're going to be the only ones making V8, so you're, be ready. We're going to be kicking ass. No, you're not. You're going to be making 12-second cars for the foreseeable future that cannot be tuned. If we tuners, not all tuners, Lund, if Lund does not have access to the calibration, that car's value means shit. I love fake Carol Shelby. Now, that's the real one. $20 is $20. Rest in peace, Shelby. 20 GT500 and C8 both have untunable GCMs. It's over, Johnny. What is that AI tool? 11 labs. 11 labs. Uh, just, you got to pay. Um, you know, 11 labs. I got a bunch of, um, you know, JJ the Boss clips. They're great. Whenever I jerk off, I think of that one time a Big Chief bent over to adjust his wheelie bar and I saw a little bit of his ass crack. Man, if that bull ever let me ride his junk, he'd never know. Uh, what he <laughs> now looky here, these be them rules for the race. Number one, jump and I eat your ass. Number two, the chase is anal sex. And three, if you jump, we come in your booty hole. Who's in? Am I the only one that gets a hard on when Dominator races? I mean, those blue eyes are to die for. <laughs> Man, I'll race you. How about this bet? If I win, I suck your dick. If I lose, I suck your dick twice. I know Ryan has all that fancy shit, but I know I can beat him on the street. Because I'm more street up. It's right. Now, here in the South, we do it a bit different than you Yankees. Here, buy-in is showing me your dick. And depending on the size, girth, and veins determines the run order. Winner gets my ass. Are you man enough to run me, line up, pussy? I bet you won't race me without clothes on. <laughs> One time Sean farted on a chair and I ran over and sniffed it because I'm more streeter than him. Uh, I mean, look, uh, <laughs> this is pretty much the best thing ever invented. And uh, obviously, I just do nothing but do gay jokes. <laughs> It's all written by me. More pubes, more boost. Oh, you're talking about the DNA. No, no, we're gonna, we're gonna, um, we're gonna have a trivia question for the DNA high performance shirt. Nice Elon Musk picture there. Corsa sent me an exhaust that leaks, and was on back order. Then finally got it, and it leaks. This is the pinnacle of talking shit. Blue eyes, dumb. I just subscribed to your channel at Garage Bill Coyote. Nice. Now that's funny. That show is so yag. Mm, keep smiling, baby. <laughs> Someone's a little on the game. Volume's a little low, Theo. Okay, let me see. Volume's a little low. I don't think I can do anything about that. Let me see. Hold on. JJ the Boss. Let, let's play some JJ the Boss and get the audio mixed in. Now, here in the South, we do it a bit different than you, Yankees. Here, buy-in is showing me your dick. And depending on the size, girth, and veins <laughs> determines the run order. Winner gets my ass. Is that any better? <laughs> I, I just, let me see if I can get the audio way up. Let me see properties. <laughs> we really want to hear the gay stuff. <laughs> let me see filters, properties, advanced, advanced audio properties. Okay, desktop audio. I'm gonna jack it way up. So I'm gonna do five decibels higher, and then hit close, and then just make sure it's advanced audio properties. Okay, so it's higher. So. Oh, look, it's not working right now. Oh, no, it's not working. 
Let me see. Let me see if this is any better. Man, I could go for tall glass of Mexican dick right now. It's not that loud. I wish it was like a lot louder. Let me know if it's better. I'm going to play more JJ the boss because he's better. Whenever I jerk off, I think of that one time uh, Big Chief bent over to adjust his wheelie bar and I saw a little bit of his ass crack. Man, if that bull ever let me ride his junk, he'd never know. Uh, oh, fuck. I just love it because I was writing this. I was writing this and I was cry laughing. Like... You should see the stuff. I, I have Nardi's voice. I have Dakota's voice. I have Brandon's voice. I have Junior's voice synthesized. And I have said some of the nastiest shit and put it on the group chat. It's a good time. Alex, I'm not sure if I'm correct on this. It's sounding blue. But on the newer Mustang, you can't even go standalone because someone still needs to unlock the PCM to get the base file? What the fuck are you talking about? No. The base... Well, okay, you're right. Um, Motec, let's say... Okay, let, let's talk about that. Yeah, I, I definitely need adult supervision with the AI. Don't get me started on the AI stuff because I will literally go in there and just make gay joke after gay joke after gay joke. It's not even funny. So I don't understand exactly. Maybe Vit from Motec, I can have him on. But the problem with Vit with Motec, like he is a computer. You know, like like if you say, hey, Vit from Motec, how you doing? Um, tell me what the process is to like suck off the file to index it on Motec. And he'll literally speak to you in binary and i'm like okay i'm bored you know like i need i need like very generic you know explain it to me like i'm like i'm retarded so i think something has to be pulled out hey yo something has to be drawn from the s5 s650 computer to index it so that or maybe not or maybe you can just plug in oh can addresses that's the issue the can addresses i think have to be mapped out because with Motec, you could like hit the wiper button and that like activates tune one, tune two. Like you could do whatever the hell you want. Alex, you're crazy. AI definitely does not work for Sports Illustrated. Make yourself laugh nice. Oh, dude, I, 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 if I bring up the 11 labs, so my ex girlfriend had the best voice for AI. Her voice was crystal clear. I could actually synthesize her voice, but I'm not going to disrespect her like that. But her voice was so clear that she's like, that literally sounds like me. I, I'm like afraid that you're going to synthesize my voice and make me say wild shit to get me fired. And I'm like, I won't. I won't do that. Exactly. This is how Vit talks. <laughs> um, JJ sounds like he put Aldrin plugs in his bussy. So Able S550 says, my Corsa catback cracked every single weld possible. When I called, they didn't want to, they didn't want to back the warranty and their products. Corsa is trash. Never again. Went American Racing and never had an issue. Why can't you just replace the PCM with a 2018 PCM? Can addresses. People think, you don't think they thought of that? That's like the first thing people thought to do. It's probably a different PCM. Payam. What the? F Payam. Is he, uh, is he Indian? You know I, what I did? Thank you to JD Swag. Bro, he's like, you got to put some of these, some of these things back. I want to make sure that he's um, actually... Anyway, the, one of the first things people did was probably try that, but they're like, it's a different PCM, different connector, different pins, different CAN addresses. And it has different emissions controls. You can't just shove a PCM from 2018 and an S550 and, oh, you're off and racing, and then your dash doesn't work. I told you it's going to be fucking loud. See what I mean? Like, it, it's I, I, could, I could lower it a little bit. There we go. How's this? 
That's a little loud. But the ones JD Swag gave me, the ones JD Swag gave me were great. He goes, Alex, you got to get these back up on the uh, on the um, on the soundboard. Nothing can stop me. My bitro is all the way up. That's probably too loud. Let me go again. Nothing can there stop we go. me. My bitro is all the way up. <laughs> and this one. Uh, you talk like a fag, and your shit's all retarded. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yep, sorry, earbud users. You wanted it loud. There you go. The B7PCM can be different across model years, too. It says Kling2296. No, not Indian. To what are you? Payam. Yeah, I'm going to look it up. Payam. P-A-P-A-Y-A-M. Name. Origin. Payam is primarily a male name of Persian origin. So you are in. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Indian. Where are you from? I'm Persian. <laughs> you fucking Indian. Get out of here. Oh, shit. Uh, okay, you want them at max volume? Okay, max volume. So you're going to get literally bombarded with like the volume is going to be so like loud that I might have to um, scream over it. Payam sounds like a dead, deadly chemical. Uh, <laughs> Arab. No, see, they... Arabs say they're not Persian and Persians say they're not Arab. So if you call a guy from Iran Arab, they go, I am not, I am, <laughs> I am not Arabic. I am Persian. Totally different. No way, same. Totally different, man. I don't know. You need to get your shit right, man. Puerto Ricans, Mexicans, same shit. <laughs> like, I know that. Not because, you know, I'm ignorant. It's just like nobody cares about the minute differences. Okay. Spanish came here, conquered a bunch of fucking people that had slaves and uh, uh, natives in Puerto Rico. Then they came over to Mexico, conquered that. You're all the same shit. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, he said you must be. Uh, yes, I agreed. I, Mexican, Puerto Rican, same shit. Spanish descent. Now, the Mexicans that look like this, <laughs> I don't know where the fuck they're from. Um, Xerxes, <laughs> he's from Constantinople. Yes, I am from, uh, I, am not, I am not Arab or Indian. I am from Mesopotamia. Iraq? That's how you start a war, calling Iranian and Arab. It's skin tone. That's it. <laughs> no way, same. No way, same, buddy. Hey, buddy, no same. You fuck you, buddy. Fuck you, bloody. <laughs> oh, like, this is a Persian and an Arab having an argument somewhere. Yeah. If you want to go, then you go to hill and go down. Why you get okay, yeah, yes, why? Are you crazy? You're fucking... Know, you are fucking, you are fucking... You fucking, fucking, you bloody. You bloody. Fuck you, bloody. Bastard, bitch. You, fuck you, fuck you. you. Bloody fuck you, bloody! Persian? Arab. Fucking mother bloody fuck bitch! Okay, I mean, sorry. Oh, uh, it's totally different. Okay, put five Persians and five Arabs in a, in a lineup. And, and see which one... Fuck out of here. 
and Hawaiians are water Mexicans. I like it. <laughs> When's the last time Juan has been to Madrid? I'm from Pakistan. I am from Pakistan and people call me Indian and I just say yes and continue my life. Does he have a forehead dot or not? <laughs> so with that logic, Canadians are snow Mexicans? I mean, that's pretty good. <laughs> See, we got to get back to talking shit because it's been a little too serious the last couple of shows. Even though everyone likes shit talking, sometimes you just got to get back to the roots of the show. So let's do it real quick. Let's give away a DNA High Performance shirt or hat. So I'm going to prioritize the members. So lightning jim farley once said they were going to cap lightning production they were going to cap lightning production at how many again jim farley at one point said they were going to cap lightning production at what amount at how many where they were going to cap whoever can answer that question then we can give you a shirt or a hat. Someone said 69. No, Jim Farley, if you guys really pay attention, well, you, uh, you, you guys are getting there. Um, they said, we're going to cap production at this much because we think we're going to sell that much. And a, like a million people had pre-orders. And then they all canceled them once they saw it was $100,000. And then they basically said, holy shit, you know, we're not selling any of them. And I'm saying cap, meaning total run, total run. Boy, you're getting there, Leon Phelps. You guys are really close. I need that number. I need that number to give you a hat or a shirt from Dean Hepper. Hey, there we go. Oh, 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 APOC. APOC, you got in just, no, not a year. Actually, yeah. APOC and infamous S550. Both were the only ones that were pretty darn close. So let's do this. APOC, hit me up, ydbtforlife at gmail.com. Infamous, because you're a member. Hit me up at ydbtforlife.com. I'll try to get Dean a hat performance to either give you a hat or a shirt and also APOC a hat or a shirt because you guys were pretty close. One's not a member. One is a member. So I hope you guys don't think I'm being, you know, um, um, favoritism, but they got it first. So again, those two guys hit me up at ydbtforlife at gmail.com. I'll send your email over to DNA Hat Performance. DNA Hat Performance will send you a hat or shirt each. So two winners announced today. Yesterday, we uh, two days ago, we gave away PMAS Cold Air, and now we're going to give away hat shirt from DNA Hat Performance, the new company we're going to push, and I'm going to use everything in my power to steer business that way. Four companies hit me up, said, we're not moving product with other companies. We like you, Alex. We trust you. We think you're being trustworthy and good. We want to fucks with DNA Hat Performance. So congrats, guys. Congrats to the DNA Hat and Shirt winners. <clears throat> so the other day, something amazing happened, and maybe you guys don't think it's a big deal, but I think it's a, such a big deal that it tells you where we're at in the modern race car game. <sighs> a car, a door slammer, went 5.1 in the quarter mile. So I'm going to try to find it here. Uh, Wednesday testing. In On Wednesday, a car went 5.1 in the quarter mile. Now, again, guys, growing up as a kid, as a child, um, four seconds was top fuel stuff. That was... That was top dog shit. So what I'm doing is I'm scanning. I'll do I'll do it live with you guys so you guys can see what I'm doing. So you don't you don't think I'm being you know oh why is the scene changing? Um, video sponsors. There we go. 
Okay, so I got a scan. And I want you to hear this run. It was just so saucy. It's all over Facebook, but I want to give Straight Line Media a shout out. Straight Line Media goes to all these test sessions and just sits there and just watches these cars run. Uh, it's blue and turbo. Let me see. No. There it is. There it is. Guys, look. Put your volume up. I mean, this thing went 5.1 in the quarter. 350 or 340 or 350 in the eighth. I, I don't know. But just remember, if you're 40 something years old, Top Fuel were four-second cars. Top Fuel Funny, Top Fuel, um, you know, the rails. And this thing just went five fucking one in the quarter. I mean, it was just gross. Again, I'll play it back because maybe you don't care. But this is a 5.1 quarter mile run from a fucking ProMod twin turbo situation. Motec. Remember how somebody was saying that FuelTech has all the records? At 5.1. So as a kid, I was like, damn. Like as a kid, I, I always thought that, I always thought that, you know, fours were saying something. There's going to be a four second run this year on ProMod. Like, I don't, I don't even understand it. So this year in 2024, there will be a 4.99 Pro Mod. Bet me. We're in January. We are just starting the year. And by the time they get that combo, because you heard it hit traction control. If you guys have really good ears, you heard. Okay, so so you know when you, when you really listen to these to these cars go down the track, you got to listen to what's happening. Just like in baseball, you got to know when the guy's throwing the changeup. You got to know when the guy's throwing the curveball. You're just looking at a ball, and no, that's a changeup, that's a curveball. Listen closely when cars go down the track, and when they hit traction control, that lets you know that that thing was spinning the tires. The computer caught it, applied the power back on, and still let it break a record. Like mind blown. Yes, and also, Brett LaSala posted a video of him almost making 3,000 horsepower. Almost. Now, hub dynos, you can, you can make a debate that they don't really show wheel horsepower. They more show crank horsepower, but it doesn't matter. If, the, if it shows a 3 or 2,900 at whatever, 60, whatever pounds of boost, that's badass. And that is on a stock block. They did start seeing coolant pressure go up, meaning it was pressurizing the coolant system aka head gasket was starting to fail so then they're like back it down we got another built motor we'll shove it in there so that's impressive as hell that a stock block coyote meaning predator block coyote variant can run into the four o's in the eighth six thirties or better in the quarter and we have literally a copy of that motor in the gray goose we haven't leaned on it that hard wide six r80 and we don't have the chassis he's got. And I don't think you can apply all that power before the 330 anyway. But I think it's impressive that it's able to do it. And shout out to the people at FFRE for basically bringing the Coyote game to right up there with everybody else. Like we are Coyote. If Name any other stock block that does this. Please show me any other stock block and stock crank ever in history what I, oh, oh, this is no stock. I know. The cast is. 
but it's sleet, but the block is not some man of war, some Brodix, some Aina, you know, what do they call it? A4. Remember the A4 blocks? You know, it's not anything like that. It's just a predator block, sleeve it the way uh, Joe Irwin and the guys at FFRE sleeve it. Receiver, O ring, bada bing, copper gasket, send it down the pipe. And they got stock cam, uh, comp cams. Lund has, Lund has predator cams with VCT. I think there's an advantage to that too. So I think it's interesting that our combos are the same, but kind of different too. But they're both in the sixes. Comfortably, comfortably, comfortably in the sixes. <clears throat> Dang, Pro Stock looking silly with the feel good stick. Um, that combo will have weight added after that event. I guarantee it. But Alex, FuelTech has 100% all the records that involves FuelTech ECU. Exactly. What happened to Murder Nova? Hey, Murder Nova. I hope that truck runs well. But after you made a post of it making 12 or 1300 horsepower, I haven't heard of that thing going down the track yet. A 10 or 80 truck controlled by FuelTech. Why hasn't it gone? I mean, once it made power on the dyno, the next logical step is to get to the track, right? So if FuelTech is so badass, and again, they probably are, on race car shit, but 10R80, even the stock ECU can't prevent it from sucking. The stock ECU cannot prevent the 10R80 clutches getting smoked based on power output and the weight of the vehicle it's pushing. So FuelTech will not be able to somehow magically fix that bug. They're going to go through the same thing. They're going to burn up transmissions. They're going to burn up a bunch of stuff. And then Murder Nova's eventually is going to go, hey, we're going to go Turbo 400. We're we going to go, hey, go do Turbo 400 because we ain't looking to do any bullshit like that. Eh, what, what, do they have Murder Nova there? Murder Nova? Do they have Murder Nova here? Are you man enough no, to... I know Ryan has all that fancy... No, that's Am not I it. the only one that gets no, a No, that's not it. Now, looky here. These be there. <laughs> that's not it. Are you man enough to no, run... No, that's not it. One time Sean... There you go, Ryan Sean, there you go. One time Sean farted on a chair and I ran over and sniffed it because I'm more streeter than him. Uh, 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 maybe that's someone else. But I just think that they're barking up the wrong tree with FuelTech controlling a 10R80. A 5.3 Junkyard LS can do it like nobody. No, not Predator, not Predator heads. GT350 heads, Joey G. These heads are GT350 heads. So the God Motor setup, guys, is this. Predator sleeved block. Okay, everyone listening on the chat, if you want the God Motor setup, it's Predator sh Predator block sleeved. Whatever rods and pistons you want to fuck with, they do aluminum stuff, but that's like race shit. I'm saying if you are a Joe Schmo and you want to live at 1500 horsepower and have it live for a while, dude, Predator block, manly shit, custom spec pistons from FFRE, G. T350 heads, Predator spec cams, whatever generation ECU has to go with the cam profile. And that sucker's gonna live a long fucking time. 1500 ain't shit. Ugh. You can go up to fucking 40 PSI and not have an issue as long as the heads are sealing properly on the deck. And it has a stock fucking deck. So. That's the God. That's the that's the God situation. The God motor. Now there's Gen three stuff that's great, and you want to make twelve thirteen hundred Gen three is fine. But if you want to really get after it, Predator block is the way to go. John Lund bought two Predator blocks, and they were uh, quickly ruined by someone. Ah, uh, ooh, ooh, Alex, not today. You can't have four controversies. You can, two, two are good. Four is tough. 
Amash Friend Sevens with that Lambo. I believe it's a stock cast motor. I bet his 10R won't even make it to the eighth mile before it goes Sasso, man. I don't got Sasso here. That I don't have. I don't have Sasso. Perspective, Justin, price is right. Intaker, F yourself. Raptor. Is this Raptor? Ain't no regular F1. Man, whatever. I think GTR is the sickest platform. Not really. Not really. You gotta pay, you gotta buy a twenty five thousand dollar transmission to make a GTR live in the sevens. Jake from Power by the Hour can build you a six R eighty to live in the sevens for probably less than eight thousand bucks. Alex, what's the ten R eighty record in the quarter mile? Seven seventy, I think. You know? Oh yeah, Alex, tell me what to do. I want a stupid high revving NA Gen one. Yeah, that's stupid. Shut up. You want a high revving Anything, you get a small block Ford. You get a 427 cubic inch or a 380 or 360 cubic inch small block Ford. Big stroke, uh, crank, I'm sorry, short stroke, big cubic inch in terms of piston. Rev it to fucking 10 grand. And you'll have a way better motor than a Coyote. I'm stupid. Any Coyote to me is so fucking stupid. Unless it's in a very, very light car. Like a, a 2300 pound Fox body. Predator block, 350 heads, manly rods, Gen 2 control pack, Predator cams, and you're good to go. Uh, no, not no. they did not try to fuck those blocks. Somebody else that I've had issues with. Can't wait for the day Alex spills the beans on everyone in the industry. It's going to be a bad fucking day. Bad day, because that means I'm fired or something, right? Like, if I get fired, or, or let's say the channel makes... Let's say, for instance, because... Okay, so Jim Farley. Okay, you can look at, you can look at the Jim Farley stuff 15 different ways. You could look at Jim Farley's commitment to V8s going forward as a good thing. And you could look at it as a tuner, as an optimistic thing. See, we have the inside track with the LRX. We have the inside track, and we think once the Mustang becomes tunable, the 24 and up, I think we're going to be... Forget HP tuners, forget, forget that stuff. I'm saying ability to flash it. I think the LRX, because of the manufacturer, by the way, the manufacturer did something today that has not been done by any manufacturer of any device for like six years. I'll tell you about that. So I think once flashing becomes available, I think the LRX is going to be right on the inside track to do so. So if Jim Farley says, I'm going to build V8s for the foreseeable future in a Mustang and the muscle car will be around forever, job security. Because there'll be a backlog of cars that are get unlocked, tuned, unlocked, tuned, unless the EPA really, really gets fucked up. Now that Bobby Trump won the Iowa caucus, the New Hampshire, and North, the Carolinas, it's over. He is going to get the nomination. And I cannot believe, and I cannot imagine in any universe on the planet that Joe Biden legitimately beats Donald Trump in a straight-up election. So what does that mean? Trump comes in unleashes an energy revolution all the permits for all of the pipelines and all of the coal-fired power plants and all the nuclear powered plants he says let's fucking go let's abort babies let's get after it let's just build every nuclear plant and fuck the fish we need power to power the electricity we're gonna need to make this economy great again coming out of me so that happens it gives the manufacturers the confidence to keep pumping out badass cars then 
Trump says to the EPA, fuck you, buddy. Trump says, we're leaving the World Health Organization Treaty. We're leaving NATO. Fuck all y'all. y'all. And then the United States becomes great again, economic wise. So then we go, hey, we have a future. You said you need that louder? You need that louder. That's crazy if you need that louder. So then all of a sudden we have a better outlook economically if the administration is friendly to energy. Then I go, now we're going to double down. I got four more years of badass shit. I can do more shit, da, 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 invest. Because what I've been doing with my money, I've been squirreling it away. Because I'm like, bro, this, this bitch is going to be bad. This bitch is going to be bad. He defends the, he defends the EPA in a, in a weird way. But if people started popping off on dumb shit, like permits for oil pipelines and energy, the EPA can go fuck themselves. And all you have to do is defund it. And that's the mainstay of his new campaign. He's only got four years to do it. Then Vivek has eight. And then Carrie Lake has another eight. Oh, it could be great. It could be great. So people like us are optimistic that once Trump gets in, because there is no fucking way he doesn't beat Biden unless some shenanigans happen, like, like the last election. And then you have at least manufacturers of like HP tuners, I'm sure will be happy. SCT will be happy. LRX. And the manufacturers of LRX will be happy. And then we can keep tuning V8 Fords for the foreseeable future. Plain and simple. So let's talk about what the manufacturer of the LRX did that was chef's kiss today. Customer had a 21 Mustang and a 17 Mustang. He wanted to use the N-Gage for another vehicle. So he needed to take the N-Gage and unlock that. And go to another vehicle. And then the tune for the new vehicle, boom. But what happened is, got crisscrossed. The tune that he requested was for the incorrect vehicle. And it ended up in the LRX. So now, when he went to flash the LRX with a vehicle that is not compatible with it, let's say 21 into 17, the tuner's like, I I can't do this because this is a 1791 and I'm trying to flash a 298. This isn't happening. So I was like, oh shit. So this guy's dead in the water, dead in the water. And I'm like, oh my God, what do we do? Junior, this guy has this problem. He's like, tell me what the problem is. Boom. Tell me what the code is. Boom. Here you go, Junior. He hits up the manufacturer. Five minutes. The manufacturer has an answer. In five minutes. The manufacturer says, go over here, click these buttons, da-da-da-da-da, see if it flashes then. Customer says, thank you very much, currently flashing the vehicle. Is there, do I have applause here? I don't think I have applause here. But I'm telling you, that was the chef's kiss and it made me feel warm and fuzzy inside that a company in five minutes said, this is the issue, this is how to fix it, LRX, manufacturer of LRX, chef's kiss, great, great customer support. I absolutely love it. And I think we are very close to hitting that 200 mark in two and a half weeks. Rustin says, Alex, long time viewer, first time commenter, diesel engine builder using offset keyways on Cummins race engine, cams, not grinding them, channel is horse torques diesel, newest video, 22 minutes, 11 seconds. Uh, channel is Horse Torx Diesel. Say less. Horse Torx 
Listo. And it's um, 22 minutes and what? 22 minutes, 11 seconds. Let's go. Cam's not great. 22, eight hours ago. So Horse Torx Diesel, small channel. Let's go 22 minutes, 11 seconds. 22 minutes, 11 seconds. Well, this guy looks like he, like it's my place, like like 22 minutes, 11 seconds. Here we go. Okay, so let's uh, shout out to um, Horse Torx Diesel. Oh, shit, fuck me. Uh, check him out, and let's see if uh, what he's talking about shows up here. And again, don't copyright my shit. Uh, reliability um i took that clip earlier for you guys so that way you can see it but he offers them in all different degrees um wait a minute wait a minute he offers a cam that has multiple slots that is where we ended up uh again tig welded our crank gear as well uh billet front cover i think it'll really come to life once it's a complete long block but this is how it's going to sit for a little while until we get everything for our head um no sense in let's go back I, well it wasn't good that clip earlier keyways without and air there we go very honed it everything came out good replace those o-rings on that one damn look at this is built for boost boost huh she is that stock guys tell me is that stock shit this is o-ring and shenanigans I believe that had kind of popped up we got a fresh no limit cam look at those look at those dimes there don't don't pay attention to that the right wait a minute I don't get it. All you need is a retaining bolt. I don't understand why you went ahead and welded the cam gear to the crank, uh, to the cam. Why would you weld the cam gear to the, to the cam if the pressure of the bolt holds onto it? Rest of it. Um, and then Eric uses this really big keyway. It lets you run offset keyways without sacrificing uh, reliability. Oh, so an offset keyway to adjust and dial in your cam and they weld the cam gear to the cam um i took that clip good for you good for you but alex doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about the pressure of the dude you know how many people have hit me up and said that they were fucked over by their by, by the engine builder that i that i used to fucks with bro at least five i got at least five guys and they're like what do i do what do i do what do i do and i'm like leave i i told you what to do you leave and you never come back you leave and you never come back. Winston Diesel doing a full killdozer thing, treading on them. Brian Peraza says, can you give my friend a shout out for his birthday? His name is Lou Sasshole. Congratulations, Lou Sasshole. <laughs> Lou Sasshole. <laughs> Congra Happy birthday, Lou Sasshole. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, Mendoza's kidding. Can the LRX be used on multiple Mustangs no, you can't. Just like SCT, just like you know other devices, just like Engage, you can't take one Engage and tune six cars with it, one for one. Just like every other device, the the device needs to marry itself to the car. So let's say you have a 14 GT500 with an ARL5 computer. So now the computer is looking for those CAN addresses to data log with, and then it's married to it. So it has it knows which strategy to draw from, and then you take it to a Win3. 14 gt auto and then it's like wait a minute i'm married to an arl5 now i gotta go flash a win three no it has to get unmarried and then it, it, you can't why do you guys do that this has been going on since the beginning of time well hp tuners yeah hp tuners you can buy credits for every single vehicle you want to tune 
And theoretically, you should be able to use one RTD. But it, there's always an issue with that. Logging, there's always an issue with... Like, I remember a guy did that. I think he had his GM, his, uh, I don't know, Hyundai or whatever the fuck else, or Toyota or whatever, and, uh, and a Ford. And every time he'd log the computer, sometimes it wouldn't flash the tune. It wouldn't it would have trouble reading. It'd have credit licensing issues. One for one and be done. I mean... I mean, like one LRX for unit for two vehicles. No, it's never been able to be done. Why would you do it now? Alex, don't forget the Ford V8 SHO motors had to have the cams welded. The cam bolts were not holding the cams in place. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. According to every four-valve engine builder and a prominent cam guy, it's never been a problem in the past. John Mihovitz thinks it's cool. I don't give a fuck. Nobody is grinding keys on my camshaft key ways keys whatever can lrx adjust my cam gear bolt torque on the fly says only rears um that stock casting block with o-ring block had that make like 2500 horsepower you can buy multiple license with diablo sport stuff then tune with diablo sport um <laughs> elva galarga says pressure press fit is not enough hence why many people weld lobes on the shafts on modular coyote cams got him says jms performance have you at least gotten a full refund from the builder i need to full refund that guy's not going to give me a full refund. That guy's giving people excuses like, well, you sent me a fucked up cam. You sent me a fucked up crank. Bro, you're the builder. If you didn't like the crank, you should have said, I don't like your crank. Hey, yo, I'm going to switch it to something I think is good. And I think the, the customer would have been like, thanks for checking that. No, he just assembled shit. Then when it breaks, it's someone else's fault. Look, when my engine had a loss of boost issue, I'm like, this is mechanical. And he starts, I'm telling you specific things to look down the... Look down the what? What the fuck am I going to see? A piston. Look down the... I pulled the cam cover, nothing. Put air to it. Leaks. On both fucking sides. And now I'm supposed to like, give it back to you? After 10,000 fucking dollars? Oh, that's not a lot of money. For an already built motor, it sure as fuck is. When the heads come back, I get my bill. I'm going to charge you for all of the labor, springs, everything, because all that shit failed. Oh, Alex, was it because of the, the, key, the cams? It sure as fuck didn't help. Actually, I don't know the failure, but it failed. That's all I know. It failed. You failed. You owe me fucking money. Save up. Don't buy nothing. Don't buy a lot of shit. Save up. Save up. Trust me. Um, oh, I got one guy that hit me up about the shirt, so I'll hit him up and I'll send the DNA High Performance link to him. Jake Labella says, Alex would be able to run Sunoco X85 on my Luntu Neat 5 Gen 3 for shits and gigs. You can run any ethanol content that's 85% on your car. Now, if you're on forums, if you're on tuned by somebody else, and they're telling you, add a little more E85 to your car as an octane booster. Hey, 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 you got a full tank of fuel? Do eight gallons of pump gas and three gallons of E85. Run it on the pump gas tune. It'll be an octane booster. When your car's trimming out 15% fuel and running lean, but it's in 30 degrees of timing, running lean. But my tuner wants to make an E30 tune. Then can you consistently put E30 in it? Can you consistently put E50 in it? Can you consistently put E... 40 in it if you can consistently put e40 in it and not have it blow up 
I have no idea if you're going to have to wear a lab coat somewhere and go, I can definitely do 60% gasoline and then 40% and then I can have my E40 fucking tune. And then your tuner can tell you when to go. You know what I'm saying? Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. If you're suggesting. Fuck you if you're suggesting more ethanol as an octane booster and letting the computer trim it out. And fuck you for believing them. Fuck out of here. Go get tuned by homeboy. I don't give a fuck. Uh, throw some more ethanol in there for octane booster. Oh, why don't you just... Why don't you just throw ethanol in there for... Yeah, why don't you just throw 80, 85% ethanol in there? 100%. And then get an 85 tune, asshole. Oh, no, that's stupid. <laughs> we at Lund Racing want you to be safe. We want data-driven. We want you to test your ethanol. And we want you to have nothing but ethanol in there. And we give you an E85 tune. Guys in Arizona, they say, hey, Alex, uh, orale, aquí no venden E85. The only pump I got is a E60. Cool. Don't give a fuck. Order a drum of ethanol 1R or be stuck with pump gas. Hey, this is dumb. Dumb. It's fucking dumb. Hey, Alex, I heard that it's cool to use E85 as an octane booster. Reputable guy said it's cool. Just thought I'd pass it on and one A1 boost. Might as well add some paint thinner in there too. BMW owners have entered the chat right now. Uh, what's his name? Jay Walker, who's really is Jay Rubin. I don't know why the fuck he changed his middle name to Walker. We all know it's Rubin, okay? Like Jay Rubin, we know you. We know it's you. You've done some shenanigans on forums. We we know who you are. It's not, you're not hiding anything from one. Oh, well, the e, the B fifty eight. Shut the fuck up. Nine second motherfucker. Somebody clipped his goddamn part. Uh, Alex woke up on the wrong side of the cantina today. Orale, Holmes. Makes sense. To a smooth brain. E40 guys and the pump with their lab coats. I can't wait to see guys at the pump pumping 93 octane up to 3 gallons. Then E85 up to, up to um, you know, the, the last 2 gallons. And then they go, it's E30. And I go, wait a minute. How much ethanol did the pump gas have? None. The pump gas has 10% ethanol. Pendejo. Up to 20% ethanol. Pendejo. Oh, really? Yes. Pump gas has up to 20% ethanol in some stations. I've had my F-150 truck when it was stock pump 93 octane. And on the flex tune, it said it's E20. So imagine you are stupid at math. And you take a 93 octane up to three gallons, and you go, I'm, I'm gonna make an E55 tune. Okay, boom, 93, 10% ethanol, pendejo. E85, 85% ethanol, pendejo. And then you get your fucking calculator out. 15% gizzard, gizzard lips, and koala nuts. <laughs> and 10% or 15% or 20% ethanol in the pump gas. How much is in there? Nobody knows. But your E30 could be E40. But whatever. What the fuck do we know? We don't know nothing. We're stupid. We just want you to run 85% ethanol because we want your car to have the best octane possible and the fuel trims to be within 5%. We're stupid. My God. Pro tip. 
Find a pup with 100 octane. Throw some of that for boost. Tune doesn't change. Exactly. Exactly. Or some octane booster. <laughs> Call it pump gas. <laughs> what are you running? Pump gas. Three bottles of this in the bitch. Oh, my God. Well, this is the problem. We had a customer at VMP. He put this on his E85. I shit you not. I shit you not. He put this on his E85. And then I said, no, sir. That's just for pump gas. It's for pump gas. Ethanol and people think octane is octane is octane. So you get the smooth brain going, wait a minute, wait a minute. If 30% ethanol is octane booster, imagine pump gas with octane booster and ethanol as octane booster. Bro, that's the problem with telling anyone. Customers should only trust you or not trust you. As a tuner, I understand you want to know what's going on with the inner workings of your vehicle. Well, it's my car. I need to know what's happening. You know, to be honest with you, you need to know shit. Most of the guys that are run sevens, they don't know what the fuck's happening. They don't know why the cam is... Ne why is the cam negative at when I launch and then it goes positive? They don't know. They just know my tuner's good. I trust them. The car runs a number. I'm happy. And that's where you should be. You want to tune it yourself? Buy Moltec, asshole. Buy an HP tuners, MPV, whatever the fuck. And go ahead and tune it yourself. And now you can trust yourself to blow it the fuck up. Would you buy Octane Booster from Arizona or Oregon? They have a device that calculates E50, E10, E85 from how many gallons they want to add. They also have an ethanol sense. I think it's dumb. Yes. If you're going to go out of your way to buy a lab coat and mix fuel at the pump, take the fucking gas pump, the E85 pump, pump it full of E85 and buy an E85 tune. I don't understand why this mixing happens. I don't understand why that's even a thing. People are so stupid. Government math, E85 can have 53% ethanol. Exactly ethanol, E85. They only owe you 55% ethanol. Your E85 pump labeled ethanol can have a minimum content of 55%. That's why some E85 pumps test at 70%, some at 60%, some at 90%, some at 85 So go ahead with your lab coat having ass to the fucking racetrack and try to go out there and figure out what's what. Trying to explain how Ford Logic uses the O2s to sniff and tell the ethanol content. It uses the inferred octane logic stuff, so... Whatever. It's a pump gas if I pump C16 out of a drum. <laughs> they got their tuning information from Mustang Lifestyles. I guarantee I guarantee those guys think it's fine. What's the big deal? Hey, 30. Mustang Lifestyle said 30 degrees on a forum. On a boosted GT... On a aftermarket like... Okay. If you have a GT500, 2020 and up, you should never, ever, ever see more than 23 degrees of timing. It's low compression on ethanol. It could take 30. It could take 30, a rod comes out, and you hit a wall. So, do you want it to have a rod come out and hit a wall? How do you blow up a Predator motor, bro? Like, how do you blow up a Predator motor? Unless the customer went 35 PSI or 30 PSI, I can't see a, a, a 900 to 1,000 horsepower Predator motor blowing up. But here we are. 
What happens if I add five gallons of Amps 109 to eight gallons of 93 in my Roma 93 tune? Nothing. Unless the car is not commanded to have more timing, it's not going to see more timing. So think of it this way. The AFR adder adds timing or spark advance based on the air-fuel ratio. On your 93 tune, that's all zeroed out. Zero. There is no adding horsepower per a adding spark advance per AFR on a pump gas tune. On a stock tune, they can add a lot. Let me see how much Ford commands. Let me see how much Ford commands on let's say a 2014 Mustang. Hold on. So I'm gonna go to the uh, air fuel adder table. Okay. Oh, look at this. Ford adds up to seven degrees based on AFR after 3,500 RPMs stock from 0.75 Lambda and down, meaning cap protection. Why? Because you don't want it to go into a misfire, so you add timing to it. But at 0.82 Lambda, it adds two degrees, and at 0.89 Lambda, it adds one degree after 3,000 RPMs. And the base borderline knock table is adding at watt, at 1.0 load, uh, sees 14 degrees. 14 degrees or maybe 15 degrees. So 15 plus 7, right? That's 22, 23, depending on AFR. When an aftermarket tuner tunes your car, they usually zero out that table. Because now we're commanding a custom set of values in the spark tables. And we don't want your car adding any timing on pump gas, regardless of AFR. So if you don't have a tune that commands more spark advance, because you have race gas in it, it's only going to see up to the pump gas cap. So if the pump gas cap is 29 degrees, it's only going to see 29 degrees on an NA car, regardless whether you have sweet, sweet, sweet pump gas or race gas. Now, if you have a race to race gas tune, it can see up to 30 degrees. I wouldn't go much past 30 NA on a Coyote, period. There is no reason to go any higher, and I proved that on my video. Anything past 27 or 28, you get diminishing gains, and you're not going to really make the amount of power per degree that you could from 23 to 27. Just ask Stang Mod. Coyote Info out. Fox Disinformation in. Damn, I was enjoying this live too. Coyote Info out. Coyote Info out. Fox Disinformation in. What the fuck are you talking about? Newsflash. Listen to your tuner, Lund Racing. Would that cause the car to go lean? No, it won't cause the car. Wait, the Octane Booster in E85? I don't know what this is. What's the active ingredient in Octane Booster? Like toluene? Fucking acetone? Let's see. Contains petroleum distillates harmful or fatal if swallowed. <laughs> Who's swallowing this? Inside your mother. Um, it doesn't say the octane concentrate. It doesn't say the 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 uh, ingredient, the, the 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 active formula. Obviously, Stang showed blew up two motors on his GT500. Is Lund still doing ghost cam tunes? Yep. If Trump wins, y'all better be able to defund the EPA or somehow limit their powers. Me too. Me too. Me too. I hope, but realistically, probably not. Cooks isn't selling high flows anymore. I don't think, I think Cooks has to only sell high flows. They can't sell any off-road exhaust. It would literally be illegal. 
Had a guy tuned on 93 with meth, no problem. Goes to the racetrack, fill up on leaded race gas, proceeds to blow the engine up on the first pass. Remember my 93 Bama tune right at 14 degrees and not budging. Touring tune, them touring tunes, man. You can tell who Mustang Lifestyle learned to tune from. Just add more timing. If you know, you know. Shelby would swallow it for 20 bucks. Look, I'm telling you, any 2020 Nub GT500 and you have access to the data logs, and if you see over 25 degrees of timing and you have a smaller pulley, even if you're on 85 and you're not tuned by Lund, stop the car. Do not go what? Talk to Lund. Anything past 22, 23 degrees, guys, it's just at, at, at an after. Let's say you have headers, free flowing exhaust, E85, and up to 20, 22 pounds of boost. You got an aftermarket lid, you got bricks, you got port, and the car is just living happy at 22, 23 degrees. And then you go to another tuner, and the, the guy slams 30 down your throat. You don't even know because you don't look at data logs, but it runs 0.002 quicker than a Lund tune. And you'll stupidly go on the forums and say, my new tuner found hidden power in this setup. Yeah, he also found a way to shorten the life of that motor on a $100,000 car. Whatever. If they're eating Tide Pods, they'd swallow Octane Booster. Alex, if I get a Lund tune, does it come with a Google link so I can figure out how to shit out my own? <laughs> um, here is a way we can start. Here late, can we start over, please? All Octane Booster is made from kerosene. Uh, maybe. Cadillac looks sick with the coating. How is the truck doing? I just got a 15 Yukon Denali. Really liking it. And is yours a 6.2 with an 8-speed? Absolutely. 6.2 with an 8-speed. And I fucking love it. And I got my Quick Jacks today. And they fit in the back. And I was ecstatic. I see they only have green cats and off-road race only. I don't even understand how they can sell that. That should be illegal. My lung tune is spot on, 23 degrees. Taurine tune, haven't heard that in a minute. Who was the tuner that added timing as air load went up on Boosted Coyote? As AFR went up. As AFR went up, I think. Um, it was somebody that used to work for Lund, and he went off on his own. And sucked at tuning and then quit tuning. And then he swore to God that he was like, he's like, you know what my talents are. I'm good. And I'm like, no, you're not. I was at the track. Uh, you want to hear a fucking story? I am at the track with Lund Racing and this fucking shyster that left Lund Racing uh, had a car. I'm not even going to give you the, the, the specifics. And, you know, it was leaving soft and it wasn't really running a number. And we're like, bro. How much time you got in it? He's like, I don't know, about 15. And we're like, bro, you can go up to, at like 15 pounds of boost, you could probably go up to 20 uh, uh, under 2.0 air load. And every, after 2.0 air load, you can then blend it back to down to 17. Let's say 2.2, 16, and 2.5, 17. So it'll never see more than 17 degrees of timing. But up to 2.0 up to load, yeah, up to 20. Then he goes, how do I do that? So I looked at Junior and I'm like, this guy is supposed to be a fucking know-it-all? He don't even know where to fucking add timing? Because you, there's two ways. You can let the knock sensors add or you can shove it down his throat. If it's on 85, I shove it down his throat like I do your mother with my penis. So I, once he said that, I'm like, Cut him off. He's done. Cut him off. He's fucking done. 
Alex rolling around like a black. Alex rolling around in black lac. Yes, dude, that Cadillac is a slab, bro. It's nice. I need to, if I lowered that bitch and put some like gangster wheels on it, I'd put a sound system like made 916, Mead 418s. Oh, bro, people think I'm the baddest drug dealer in Riviera Beach. Stop it. Exactly. Tuners destroy customers' motors going for records and glory passes that are not new. Ego tuning and fake Mustang dyno numbers are so annoying. Anyone want popcorn with a story time? See, I have too many stories of these people. And these people don't realize that I listen really well. And I don't, re- I don't forget. Obviously, I don't know everything. And Junior, I would say, has a better understanding. He has access to, like, the matrix of the tuning. And, and that's good. I'd rather he did because if I started to dabble in it, then... There's certain, this is a limited hard drive up here, okay? It's an old school hard drive. I, I would forget stuff. So I'm just like, eh, I get a carburetor and I'm a happy guy because I understand carburetors really well and I can probably do a better NA situation. If I ever build an NA car, it's going to be carbureted. It's going to be carbureted. It's going to sound like a fucking die grinder. So I have plans for the Fairmont. I have, oh, I got so many plans. I got so many things I could do. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Because the notch and the Fairmont are interchangeable. And you know, I might fuck around and find out with the Fairmont. What flows more? Green cats or Cadillac converters? How'd I do that? Was that 95% sure the guy? Yes, that guy. Was that 95% sure guy or the guy that was supposed to reach you? The 95% sure guy. Did you roast the Hertz Shelby Mach-E yet? No, sir. 180 on the dash. 26 billets for the Escalade. I feel bad for any 2020 GT500 Mustang owner that takes their cars to Mustang Light. Could you imagine getting your $100,000 car tuned by a walking fucking potato? And he's like, oh, I can't believe Alex is making fun of me tuning. Fuck him. I'm sick and tired of him. He doesn't do anything without a lung base file. What did I work with at VMP? What carburetor has a base file? Does the Corvette have a Lund base file? Shut up, boy. You know what the fuck you're talking about. Bring out the Get the Bitches tune. The Coyote community should be thankful to guys like Alex and Lund. It blows my mind that people are bashing him for the scenarios he's spoken the truth about. Appreciate your whole team. Thank you very much. Certain people don't understand that I'm looking out for the industry. Imagine if this industry did not have a guy like me. You'd be buying JLT intakes non-fucking-stop. You'd think they're the best fucking things to slice bread because certain people tell you they're great because they have a high margin on them. So you, you'd be people... Te- 30 degrees is fine on a 2020 GG500. What the fuck are you talking about? E30 is fine. It'll trim it out. And then I go, no, this is bullshit. Everyone's a fucking liar. Because look, overselling and under-delivering is a very common thing. Story time, and we'll end it. Let me get a sip of the coffee and I'll tell you one more story before we go to bed. Put the kids to bed. It's a good show. It's a good show. So check it out. I work for a hot rod shop back in Texas. You know who it is. Overselling is something I don't like to do. I've never liked overselling a customer, meaning selling something he does not need just to make a profit. If a customer comes in and he says, I want some hot rod goodies, I'm not going to sell them a $50,000 built motor from Steve Morris that loses oil pressure or nicks a piston or whatever. A turbo 400. I'm going to say, what do you want to do? How can we accommodate your needs? So a customer comes into a shop, and the shop that I worked for was known for building race cars, roundy round and circuit, like 
Seamus, uh, uh, circuit like Laguna Seca and you know Sebring and stuff. So he's like, "Hey, Alex, I um, I want to get into road racing." And I go, "Excellent. What would you like to do?" He's like, "I'm new. I don't understand, uh, you know, the, the process. But I, I, I just want to make sure that I'm gonna be okay. So, what platform do you think I should get into to start road racing?" Now, the first one I thought of was a Miata. I said, "Sir." If you want to get your feet wet and very, very low investment, then you get yourself a Miata and you work your way with understanding how it is stock and what you feel you have conquered that stock style where you can grow with it. Then you throw suspension on it. Then you maybe add a little bit of power on it. Then you throw some maybe... um, let's say, uh, uh, safety features and, and roll bars. And, and then you can have a lot of fun in a Miata for very cheap money. So my boss overhears me saying that stuff. And he's like, no, nah, man, you got to come over here, man. Don't listen to him. What you want to do? And he's like, well, I want to get into road racing. Well, I got the perfect car for you, road racing. Come on, I'm in the back. Now, remember, this guy is green as fuck. So I'm trying to look out for him. I'm trying to throttle him back. Get a Miata. Learn to road race. Houston has a bunch of road racing bullshit. You can definitely find somewhere to road race this little thing to get your feet wet. Then you can upgrade to a V8 or a six turbo or whatever. He brings them to the back and literally shows them something like this. Um, oh, hold on. Hold on. Mm. I'll show you an image. He showed him something that looked uh imagine a road race style NASCAR. Okay? Imagine a, a, a road race style NASCAR vehicle. Like that. Something like that, right? So this guy was geeked. This guy was like, oh my god, that's so badass. I want some of that, right? Because he's looking at this race car and he's like, holy shit, that's so badass. And I'm like, bro, you're going you're gonna to make him kill himself. This guy has money, but no sense. He has no ability. You're going to stick him in a race car. You're not going to... I'm trying to stick him in something he'll get experience in. So I am underselling something. Nope. This guy's like, fuck that. You got to get him in something fast. Because he's gonna get, it's got all safety equipment and everything running. It's all good to go, man. The dumb son of a bitch bought it. Bought it with a trailer, basically a whole operation. This thing had a dry sump oil system. It had a 600 horsepower small block. It had like a, a G-Force or late, I don't know what the fuck it had for a transmission. Like an old Liberty, I don't know, some crazy looking thing. And I went, or Jericho, like that, remember a Jericho transmission? So it had like a Jericho transmission, it had all this shit. And then he goes, it needs some stuff to get it updated. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take it in, I'll charge you for you to get it current, and then you can take it home. He charged him another like five grand to f- to fix the leaks on the dry sump, to make sure the trans was good, and new tires, wheels, and, and gave him a bill of goods, and sent him on his way. Guy crashes it. The guy crashes it. Not detrimental, but like, you're sending a guy that has never road raced out in a 600 horsepower, Jericho, dry sump, four slicks, roll bars. 
look like Dale Earnhardt out there. And I'm like, oh my God. And that's when I said, I can't do this. I can't work for a guy that's going to undermine what I'm trying to do. And it's regulate these people's expectations of reality. And that's what I'm trying to do with the Coyote game. If you think I'm trying to go after your company because I think I think I you have a vendetta, one, you're right. Two, I have a vendetta because you suck at that t- at giving the customer good, honest advice. And all you're doing is selling, 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 and being irresponsible with it. Once it's out the door, fuck them all. We got paid. Fuck that attitude. We're gonna change that. And you're gonna go to DNAHappformers.com. And make that happen. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Congrats to the winners. Make sure you email me. I'll get you guys hooked up with a hat and uh, uh, or a shirt from Dina Hat Performance. Dina Hat Performance, you better be ready for some volume. I got four companies wanting to do business with you and take it away from others. So make sure you can handle the volume that's coming your way, especially a couple of people that from my past, they have reached out to me and said, Alex, let's send you four of these things. Let's do giveaways. Let's promote. So now you guys, you gentlemen, are going to, literally benefit from this fallout because companies want to fuck with me and fuck with someone that fucks with me like the in-app performance so there will be billy badass giveaways in about a month i'm gonna work on an lrx giveaway pms giveaways every month i'm trying to give as much back to the audience because you guys support me you allow me to get a zr1 quick jacks a cadillac a gt500 motor builds so the least i could do it's get you guys some parts because you guys are so awesome. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Thank you very much for hanging out with me for a little bit. I'll be back on Sunday, Peasant Chat, 9.30 a.m. We'll talk some more shit what's happened the last couple of days. I'll hopefully get a video uploaded on the Quick Jack situation, get the Corvette up in the air, see how cool that is, and then maybe you can see, you know, what's going on. Also, I have some parts coming in tomorrow. I want to show you guys on a video. A, a company reached out, saw the debacle, wanted to get involved with the channel shout out to them i think you guys will be pleasantly surprised who's back on board supporting your boy have a good rest of your weekend i'll see you guys on sunday morning 9 30 a.m for the peasants chat see you guys later bye